G'day everyone, this is Rita Joyan and welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast, how to turn your passion into a profession. Recently, I was asked by someone, when you follow your passion, does that mean you're going to be a starving artist for the rest of your life? Like, does that mean that, you know, if you have a family, if you have responsibilities, you know, house, bills, does that mean that following your passion is something frivolous? Now, anyone that's listening to this podcast, primarily listeners on this podcast are people who do have responsibility, they do have kids, they do have homes, they do have bills. Following your passion does, certainly does not mean you're being frivolous, as the list of my guests have shown. So one of the things that I want to, that I really want to press on this in this particular episode is looking at what is passion. Now, really deeply looking into that, because a lot of people think that passion or art is that thing in which you can sing, dance or paint. And art is a lot more than any of those things. Art, in Seth Godin's words, uh, if, if you have a troubled child and the child is putting it on a tantrum, the, the ability to calm that child down without you getting frustrated, without you losing it, with, while you, know, you maintaining some form of calmness while you're trying to calm that child down, that's a form of art. You can't follow a manual. You can't follow a book. A book can guide you as to what to do. But at the end of the day, your implementation of how to get that child to calm down is an art form if you can do that. The way that you might have to speak to an elderly parent who is just frustrating you, you know, to, to be able to listen to them and not roll your eyes and not groan and moan is an art to take that on board and to guide them to what they need to do versus complaining. I mean, those are the, all the things that are art forms. Now, can you make a living from doing that? It really depends. And I'm saying that with a bit of tongue in cheek. If you look at all the guests that I've, uh, that I've interviewed throughout the podcast, you will find people that are that have had incredible passions, like a passion for coffee. There was a gentleman who I interviewed who went into the Olympics for handball. Now they didn't win any medals, they didn't win any gold or anything, but he came back after you know competing the Olympic Games for handball, and he thought, "What do I want to do with myself now? Unless you make it to gold, unless you get the publicity during an Olympic Games and afterwards, well then really." You, you kind of just have to now go and do it because once you have celebrity status, now you can, you, you get momentum. People might ask you to do things, work here, start up this, you know, get sponsorships. But if you don't win in the Olympics and you don't have much publicity, well, then, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a quiet ride back home. Right. Okay. And so my, my guest went in the Olympics, he competed, didn't win anything. And he came back and thought, what do I want to do? And so he thought, I'm going to try and work in a coffee shop. So he did. So he goes and works in a coffee shop and he makes coffees. He, he learns how to make coffee for people and he realizes that he loves being a barista. Like, just, just take that in for a second. He loves being a barista. Not only does he love being a barista, he becomes obsessed with making coffee, not liking it, not loving it, obsessed. So much so that he created his own company called Owner Coffee and now he travels all around the world to find the perfect cup of coffee and he's built, a, he's just built a big, huge, he employs people, he teaches people how to uh, win at the world championships of being a world champion barista, he's won it many times, he coaches other people how to do it. he's just all about the coffee and that came really from thinking, I'm just going to go get a job somewhere. 
Now, not everyone who's a, who loves coffee has made it to his status, but that's what it takes if you really love something. And the only way to know if you really love something is to try it out because that trying out will lead you to something else. Whether or not he, because he has a family, he's got, I think he's got two kids, he's got a home, he's got bills, he's got a wife. And I'm sure he would have thought, is it frivolous for me to be so much in love with coffee and things, see that I could turn this passion into a profession. But at the end of the day, when you have a passion, when you're obsessed, that question doesn't even exist in your head. You just got to go with it because it's just what you love to do and anything else, it just, you can't consider that. And so that's what I would say for people who think, and that takes time. And the belief that stops people from following a passion and turning that into a profession is because can I really do it? There are some mornings, honestly, when I wake up, like this morning, and I thought to myself, what am I doing? Like, really, what am I doing? I'm just like putting one foot in front of the other. It's because when, you're, when you've been conditioned for so long to go to school and then go to university, you know that after kindergarten, follows, it follows up with year one, then year two, then year three, then year four, then year 10, then year 11, right? So, so on and so forth. Then first year of university, then second year of university. Everything is pretty mapped out because you know by the end of that map, you're going to arrive at point X. Same in a job, in a corporate job. When you go into a corporate business or you work for a corporate business, you know, step one, you might have to go in the entry level role, depending on what you're doing. Then step two is, you know, if you do really good in your job, then you can go to this next level. Then the next level is another level. But you know, there's a map. If there's no map, if there's no levels, you know that. And that there are levels that you can accelerate your career, you know, there is a map to follow. And unless you don't like the work, that's when you start to question it. Unless you feel like I need to tap into more of my potential. I'm not tapping into it in my job. That's when you start to question it. But the process of being in a job is mapped out for you from the time that you enter kindergarten to the time you're in the job, because that's what you've been working for. The school has prepared you for your whole life. Now, when you come to your passion, there ain't no map. And that's really scary when you've been used to a map and you're looking for someone to give you a map. Like today, really, I had, I would have just like, I just need someone to tell me if I'm on the right track. Cause that's where I was like, was this morning. And I'm saying it to you because I'm over that feeling now that I'm talking about it. <laughs> you know? but, I, but seriously, there are mornings when you think, I don't know what I'm doing because I'm so used to having a map that navigating my own space my, it's, is exhilarating. It's exciting. But also moments of shit, am I wasting my time? Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing it in the right way? Am I in the right, on the right direction? Am I, all these questions because... There's no teacher, there's no professor, there's no tutor, there is no manager, there is no to tell you you're on the right track, right? Because you are creating the track as you're going. And that's what creates someone like Sasha, who is the coffee man, who they made a documentary about him. The, he's called The Coffee Man, the documentary. Um, he's, 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 the, he's the founder of Owner Coffee. He's, he's just done a lot of huge things. But it started off with him building the map. And same place for all the other people. I mean, I've interviewed so many people who have just, you know, done wild things like simple things like coffee, like craft, like the shoe that grows. I mean, there's so many other people that I've interviewed, um, like people who traveled to an organization called Just Peoples and the lady wanted to help uh, go to Africa and help people there. And she thought, I'm going to go and bring my skills there and I'm going to set up something. And she goes there and she realizes actually they don't need me to set anything up. They already know what they need to do. They just need the funding, the resources to do the activities to help their own communities. And so she created an organization called justpeoples.org 
which creates um, funding for these micro communities in Africa and all around the world in Asia who need, who know what they need to do. They don't need some third party person telling them, I'm going to set something up for you because I need to feel good. They already know they just, she just now provides the funding for them to go and do that for their community, to go and build that micro business, to go and create that soccer team that needs to incorporate disenfranchised youth to go. So she provides the funding so that there's a coach who does that, uh, who is a teacher at the school who can teach, you know, all that stuff. And that comes, and she's a mother of two, and I interviewed her on the podcast, and she's about to go overseas. I think it was to Bangladesh or to, um, I think it was Bangladesh this month, to go and actually be on the ground and see the troops, to see her, the people that she's helped with and see what other needs they have so that she can go and fulfill those needs with the resources that she, uh, that she sources. Now, this was passion turned into a profession. And, they, and in each one of the episodes goes to how they support themselves, how they generate their own income, because they all have to live themselves as well. But every episode they talk about, and I ask them that specifically, how are you supporting yourself? How are you supporting your family? How are you generating an income to be able to support? And that's all there. It's all spelt out. It's just a belief, I find, that people believe, just like I believe, because I have been through a school process where there is a map. And then when you come to change your passion to a profession, it's like, I need a map, but there ain't no map. That's both exhilarating and both scary. And you've got to create that map. And there are days like today when I was questioning myself, do I have the right map? Is this, gonna map, is this the map that's going to take me to where, I, where I'm trying to go to? Is this map has got any pit holes? I mean, can I see the pit holes? I mean, um, there's so many choices and there's so many detours. There's so many angles that I could go and get to my destination, but which one's the right all that kind of stuff. And it's really about you following what, what your main aim is. And so I want to share that with you because passion to profession is really going on a, on a, on a trajectory that has you creating a self-development program for yourself like no other. Like you, you learn about yourself. You learn about your weaknesses. You learn about your strengths. You learn because you have to learn. You learn in a way that school could not have taught you or can't teach you because they don't have the understanding to teach what they don't know. And that's something that corporate life won't be able to give you because in corporate life, predominantly, you're not creating a map. You're just following a map. And the reason why you get the privilege, and it is a privilege and an honor to have a passion and to follow it, it's a, it's a privilege that I do not take for granted, that that if you if you get it right in that if you can help yourself and you can help other people helping yourself in, in that you're not going to wear yourself down that you're not going to overburden yourself overwhelm yourself frustrate yourself because if you're in that position well you can't help anyone anyway in a position where you can turn a passion to profession and be of service that's like the ultimate goal like that's really why people do it that's really because they want to be their own boss because they can work better if they're their own boss. And Seth Godin says that, you know, the, if you are self-employed, you have the worst boss. <laughs> you know, if you're self-employed because you're the most critical of your own self because you second guess your own self because you doubt your own self because there's no one to bounce self information and to get the, um, to get the support, to get the pat on the back, to get the encouragement to get the yay okay it's the right thing to do you know everything falls on your shoulders good bad ugly indifferent it's all on your shoulders because you're creating a map and when you create it you get beautiful fantastic rewards impact 
But when it doesn't happen, that's when you've got to find a new map, create a new map, find it. And that's just the journey of it, which is why in turning a passion into a profession, you have to fall in love with the process. Like today, the reason why I was having a moment of, I don't know if I'm on the right track. I don't know what I'm doing. I just don't. Like, the moment I was, the reason why I was having that moment is because one of the things I love doing is I love being able to teach. I love being able to speak. I love being able to be in front of an audience and make a difference where I've spoken to an audience of two and I've spoken to an audience of 200 and that's been beautiful. My point is that I, I, I have been missing that. And because when I, when I, what the work that I do, which is creating, um, creating content which is being able to have a training company is when i am too far away because there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes and i'm starting up a social enterprise it's quite lonely and i'm a very much a people person i love being around people i love my own time but i gain energy from being around people and then today was one of those days where i needed the energy of other people which is why I, a lot of the times i work from coffee shops i work from hotel lobbies and the reason that is because I need that energy of human beings around me, murmuring, have, ordering their coffees, walking to and fro, because that actually stimulates my thinking. That actually excites me. Some other people, that'd be like, oh my God, that's just like wrecks my concentration. To me, it actually adds to my concentration. It actually motivates me. It's when I'm alone in my little studio uh, at home that I think, oh my goodness, I need to get out. And that's exactly what I'm going to be doing after my episode today is to get out into a coffee, uh, into a coffee, <laughs> get out into a coffee, get out into a coffee shop and actually Im just immerse myself in my next step. Because once I do that, then I'm over, I push myself over that hump. And that's how one of the things that I've recognized about myself in this journey of push, putting a passion into a profession is you understand that about yourself. I took that for granted when I was working in a corporate position. I took that for being around a great team of people, working in a great team, having a super duper boss. Uh, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. But I appreciate I appreciated then for sure, because if you've had a bad boss, you know what a good boss can, you know, it can just lighten the situation, make life so much more beautiful at work. Working in a, I've always worked in a great team. I've just been blessed uh, in corporate life. I've worked in a fantastic team. Um, and so when you come out of that space, and that's what really allowed me to shine in the corporate world for myself, get fulfillment is because I was with people that I loved working with. I had a great manager, uh, managers, I should say. And that was all great. Now coming into my own realm, I don't have those two pieces and I have to find those two pieces. So I don't have a manager, but I have to create the map every single day. I'm tweaking it. I'm looking at it. Am I on the right track? Am I doing the right thing? You know, and I'm just tweaking it so I'm not like a plane, when a plane lifts off, it's never on the right track. It's constantly making communication um, on, on ground, making sure that they're on the right track, even though they've flown from Sydney to New York many times or Sydney to Indonesia many times, but the pilot still makes contact on the ground to make sure they're on the right track, getting to the destination, even though they've done it a hundred thousand times. It's the same thing when you're moving a passion to profession and it's not overthinking it. It's just making sure that you're on the right track because you're creating the map. You're creating a trail. And so I wanted to share that with you because if anyone is feeling doubtful or disillusioned, that it's one of the biggest mind games, that you're incorporating a belief system that it can happen. You're incorporating a strategy that is a map that you are creating. And you're incorporating a, a mindset 
that there's possibility because you need to matter because your work must matter to the people that you want to make a difference to, that the people you want to serve. And honestly, one of the biggest things you're going to come across in this passion to profession journey is choice. There is so much choice. There are so many ways you can do something. There are so many ventures and avenues and shiny objects that beckon for your attention. And it's really about eliminating choice in this journey and getting hyper-focused, not focused, but hyper-focused. In fact, this whole two weeks, I have been focused hyper-focused on eliminating things from the things that I want to concentrate on and taking, and that kind of like, but I want to do that too. But if I get spread too thin, then I'm not going to be able to do justice to the work at hand that really matters. And so it's about the process of elimination to get into maximization of the impact that you want to make. So it's the process of elimination to get to the maximization of the impact that you want to make. And the best way for that to move a passion to profession is to look at your beliefs. And I talked about that with self-awareness in yesterday's episode. Look at the strategy that you're employing. What's the map? And the map will change and the map will differ. But you've just got to have a like, even a simple map is the best map, right? Those maps that look so complicated, it's hard to look at anyway. The simple map is the best map. And to look, have a mindset of eliminating choice, eliminating overwhelm and overthinking and too many on the to-do list and too many priorities and too many goals and too many choices of how to do something. When you can go to the process of elimination, that's when you can really get results a lot quicker and if it doesn't work well then you haven't wasted a lot of time you just get into the next thing you just go to the next thing you just go to the next map you go to the next tweak of the map the next week and that's the best advice that i can give you from a person who's doing it day in day out who is committed to giving you the best of information however i can with whatever guest i source to give you the process of passion to profession and by learning from their stories by hearing their journey by hearing how they do it hopefully giving you the foundation the bedrock that you need to create your own map and skyrocket and create the impact and the influence that you want to make with the passion that you want to turn into a profession. So thank you guys. I truly appreciate your time. Each and every episode that you chin in, I would love if you would like this episode, I would even be in greater indebted to you. If you could please write down a review, what are your thoughts on this episode? What have you thought of the previous episodes? If you, this is the first one, thank you for listening, but I would love your reviews, your comments, your feedback is what allows me to continue to do these because it's, it's feedback for me. And I need that feedback, but that's like, I just told you, I need a feedback. I need some kind of feedback. So if I'm speaking to you, please, <laughs> I would love you to give me your two cents as I've given my two cents in this episode of what your thoughts are. So thank you very much wherever you are in the world. I appreciate you. And my advice to myself and to you with each episode, that life is a gift. Together, let's unbox it. God bless.